Welcome all. All four stooges are in the house tonight. We got Jen, Lydia, and Naomi with your host, Cam. Welcome. Hello. 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 <laughs> uh, plenty of stooges in these movies that we'll be tackling. So uh, tell us how you, anyone, in any order, uh, how you guys got into zombie films. Was it with the Romero crowd or was it just in general? Just seeing okay, 40s so creature features. I, I cannot remember where you're at, Cam. I'm where you... in the thick of the problem of the zombie-causing agent of COVID that is in Dallas, Texas. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, okay. No, so not cool. <laughs> Very shitty. <laughs> this was dis- dismissive, but I'm leading it back to me. Okay, so we're in the Pacific <laughs> Northwest, and we have public access. And since since they did not put a copyright on Night of the Living Dead, they yep. aired it every single night on public access. It was access. just on PBS this last Halloween. Yeah, mm-hmm. you cannot escape I it. watched it every night so long. Like my insomniac ass watched it so many times i'm gonna have to yeah (laughs) i watched it so many times that it became my absolute favorite movie of all time okay sweet Mm -hmm. this is my number one go-to romero is always going to be not a living dead uh ben for life you know what i'm saying sweet yeah 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 that's how i got to romero take me down any road you want to go down but that's my go-to that's the one i come back to to quote gwen stefani that's my shit that's my shit that's my shit True story. <laughs> Someone had to try out the quotes of a random music lyric. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so you're just always watching it on the public access channels and it just... And then I bought it on Blu-ray and then I made... I had youth kids I tried to make watch it. I've got stories oh, for damn. days about this movie. Yeah, like I... Best daycare center ever. <laughs> they did not like it. We could talk. <laughs> but, but I love it. And me. They got people with ketchup covered on their face. It's not cool. <laughs> the not story sure goes. That's how kids sound, but I'm just going to try it out anyway. I had, I had junior high, senior high kids, and I had, I was like, I'm going to make you watch my favorite horror film. And they knew that I loved zombies. So we what are you like it or not? <laughs> okay, so I, I had permission from the church. I brought them all over. I made oh, them that's watch disturbing. Dead. What does yeah, that tell yeah. you about today's church? It was a, it was a <laughs> tiny church, but I had permission to have them all over from their parents and from the, the, uh, the staff that I could have them over to watch the movie and we'd have a slumber party. And I made them watch this movie and they were like, Mm-mm-mm-mm. and I was like, this is my favorite movie and you guys don't like it. And then, and then in between like a nacho bar and like me giving them way too much candy, I put candy. on the throat. No, no, no. You got to say like a zombie. Candy. <laughs> I give them candy, Cam. And then I had a throwaway Blu-ray at the dollar store and I made them watch <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, and you guess are the which best one- tutor ever. Thank you. Guess which one they were like, oh, oh no. Oh my God! Oh no! Guess which one they did that to? Not Ernest light of not yeah, Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> Fucking kids! Those trolls were scary, man. They were super scary, and it was mostly. The I think they were just era. scared at Ernest in general, but. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just so saying. Now I know. That, like, people are I've afraid had, of anything. <laughs> I've got my it. own balloon. I've got it bursted. Not a living dead for life. But also, I get why the youngins don't understand. Youngins, how about you, Lydia? <laughs> I, I guess I've always known about zombies through cultural osmosis, but uh, I don't know if this would count. But it was probably the <laughs> yes, weekend, it counts. Go ahead. It was probably the weekend <laughs> at Bernie's movies that made me first realize about zombies. Oh, nice. So. <laughs> Zombie. I guess my zombie movie was Star Trek First Contact, but I'll admit, I've just always been kind of a B-movie guy. I just was always seeing anything, whether it was a stupid kickboxing movie I shouldn't be watching, or a creature feature, or just robots fighting other people supposed to be cyborgs in human form. I just always saw, I was used to that whole Twilight Zone, Star Trek X Falls craze, so I just, any B-picture with heart of stone or brains, you know, that that just turned me on. I was just like, yeah, I, I give it its due. And 
it took me a while ironically to get into actual romero i i couldn't get into the original movie right away i was a bigger fan of the remake loaded take but stand by it still it's kind of like how i consider uh evil dead 2 kind of the director's cut of evil dead 1 <laughs> oh we could talk about evil dead i yep and see there's another game see those are basically zombie movies and it's funny how they're making fun of freaking Jason and the Argonauts. It's like, so yeah, basically everybody's seen anything, whether it's skeletons in human form or just possessed people walking in slow motion while they tear off limbs, you know? It just, it's, it's in mean, our culture. I mean, look, the inner, okay, here's the thing. Um, I'm a geek and Jenna's a nerd and Lydia is. Uh, Lydia? Uh, yeah, Lydia's Lydia. Uh, can I can I just say that a dead eye is not the same thing as a zombie? And I stand it's, by it's that. Demons and zombies are kind of go yeah. one in one. Same. <laughs> they're not the same, but they're some kind of undead form. Oh, so right. it's kind of like with mummies. Obviously, mummies and zombies aren't the same thing, but you can equate them just one of the a part of the same pie. They they're undead creatures. That would be a very non tasty pie, Cam. <laughs> Well, I didn't say it was in good taste, especially when we're talking zombie movies. But zombie don't worry. Pie. Now that we've pissed off anyone who's just like, oh, I can't believe you just dissed that. I, anyone who's still with us. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to casually just go through. Uh, okay, wait, wait. Lid, uh, Lid's told you, but oh, Jen didn't I just didn't got my show you. taken away from me. Fifth time this year. Look, I, look here's the thing. I'm going <laughs> to advocate for people that I love. Jen, you, uh, Romero, go. Oh, it wasn't directly romero first it was return to the living dead part three nice i, I like the style my dad uh let us pretty much rent whatever when we were at his house growing up so boobies that was the first one Sorry. it was it was what? it was boobs and zombies so. <laughs> and metal yeah uh so th- that led me into it but i didn't really return to it return to zombies in general until 28 days later and then that just that's nice. Up. Okay, yeah. So you reanimated my interest, so, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they literally are everywhere. Like you're gonna anyone who says I don't like zombies, you're gonna come across a zombie film, whether regardless of whether you want to see it or not. You're gonna encounter it. You're gonna see something that whether it's on a TV show that features something, you know, just you're gonna see someone just uh, just encountering a bunch of people crawling out of graves you know whether it's there's, dead there's alive nothing. or yeah. anything you know just <laughs> there's something about a reanimated corpse that just draws us all reanimator is a fucking zombie movie it's just like yeah it's just, you're gonna encounter it and it just everyone just seems to think it's like they either don't really understand it or they just think they've seen the worst of it uh, i had a guy who was really into horror movies and Get this. He liked all these pretentious gangster movies, but hated Ocean's Eleven, so already rock sauce. But then he'd like talk about all these overrated slashers and lame horror movies. And he was like, eh, not really into zombies. They're just fucking stupid. I'm like, have you ever actually seen it? No. I'm like, okay, so there's your problem. But go watch whatever other pretentious I mean, award-winning movie that no there one's going to watch. Something, there's something to be said about watching a classic and then letting that lead you down the rabbit hole of other zombie films. Like, I... I a here's, here's the thing. I've told you, and I will say it again because I'm, again. Not above, <laughs> I'm, I'm not above repeating myself. I My favorite film is Night of the Living Dead. I have not watched every fucking Romero film out there, but I have watched countless zombie films across the board because the genre speaks so loudly to me. Which is why she's basically inviting herself for when we do our 100 best zombie movies. Anyway, yeah, no, that, that's so true. Because I'm noticing that too. I, I've noticed also with certain Romero fans, not all, some, keyword, some. And I've noticed that some of them will are either familiar with all of his work, most of his work, or just his zombie films. And so 
some of those are kind of the same people who do the whole oh my god george lucas i'm like have you seen anything else besides star wars no i love george lucas so this is like it's the same kind of whiny nerddom where i see everyone just nerding out and they have no constructiveness so this is like okay if someone is the best filmmaker of all time, they have to make movies that just about everybody loves or have some giant cultural significance. So, and they built their signature on it. But Romero is just a great filmmaker in that he made use of any kind of budget and built his social commentary. And just wherever it took him in the editing room, that was just where he built it on, as opposed to doing the whole just like, arguing with fans on stupid plot twists you know he's not a ridley scott where he's like oh bloody hell i didn't intend that you know he's not <laughs> m night Shyamalan, where he just has to have something that's just weird and you're just like i don't know what i fucking watched right now it was a waste poor, of time poor yeah. poor m night Shyamalan. i we say did, that as a fan did, we did shape of water no no, no lady no, in the water it, fuck my ass <laughs> yeah no sh- Lady in the Water is my favorite Shyamalan, and we did that uh, two months ago, three months ago. <laughs> I want to say three. Yeah, like the thing about Shyamalan is he was so pigeonholed that I'm super glad that Romero kind of didn't get. That being said, he didn't get. But I only know his zombie stuff. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's why I branched it out into multiple different ways because. It seems like I just encounter it just very commonly, but everyone likes to try and pretend to speak for everybody. And this is like, this is not how it works. There's so many different kinds of fans. And so when I see all these toxic fandom and say like the Halloween and Star Wars community, this is like, I'm just so overjoyed when I see people who pretty much, they just all get the whole zombies thing. It's just fun seeing them at conventions or even doing the zombie march where everyone's got, you know, disconnected limbs and gore coming out of their face you know <laughs> everyone just is ready to see an unusual weird contraption <laughs> i mean i uh when we we uh, god i know that i'm casting back but when we did barbarella the thing that stuck <laughs> yeah i know yes but, but also awesome. barbarella's amazing it's a good episode if you want to check it out uh but the thing everyone check stuck, out their show it's awesome you, you really don't have to but if you do it's awesome uh, check out their what? fucking show it's mean? fucking amazing oh, god bless you cam okay so um the thing that <laughs> stuck out to me mostly and i feel Other like i yelled brains brains sorry go ahead well, this is barbarella there's very few brains oh. she, gets, she gets attacked by 300 budgies at one point it doesn't make sense as a movie but the thing the whole thing about, doesn't make sense that's the beauty of it yeah yeah so when you have a casual embrace and what what really allows the uh, novice into a genre is humor because you don't have to understand because like everyone's a dumbass in a comedy and so, in some zombie movies some uh, yeah 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 but here's the thing like i could not get say my 15 year nut 15 year old nephew into night of the living dead not if i dragged him with pliers across the floor to the it's all right i'm the weirdo in my him. family who's like everyone wants to watch all this modern mainstream shit and i'm like i want to see this cult movie i remember from sci-fi channel you should check out our fact tech fact checker sean he likes to bring us to lots of weird things but like this is why you guys I, are all awesome yeah thank you um but uh but I could bring him in for Zombieland because there were the... Isn't that wild? It's like, just because it's more mainstream and stupid and funny, that's what the... you do if you can't agree to make them sit down and watch Romero or Evil Dead. This is it's... what I'm saying. Funny gives you a doorway. You don't have to like it. You don't have to adore it. You, you get to be like, <laughs> ha, 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 this is dumb. They won't watch, say, the 21 Jump Street show, but they'll watch the unofficial movie slash parody continuation. <laughs> this is, it's it's weird, the though. same thing that happened with Night of the Living Dead. I was like, this is an amazing, beautiful, comprehensive film that I love so much. And they were like, awesome. But I'd like to see trolls eating babies with a guy who's like, you know what I mean, Vern? Mm-hmm, Mon. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it because one welcomes you and one is like, you need to know what's going on right now right 
Mm. Know your shit, man. Mm. Um, so that's a good intro. Um, would you want to live in any of these worlds that are in these movies before we get into it? <laughs> Do I want to live in a world with Ben? Are you asking me? Or just Seriously? zombies in general. It just Mm-mm. sounds you like a fun time. You didn't, just, you, didn't, you didn't ask in general. You said I will read. When I'm, I'm generally asking on the show, it's in general. Would you want to live in a world where you're just shooting zombies and just fearing for your life and running around like a madman and probably having to kill your racist neighbors and all the Karens of the world? <laughs> on the other side, you would probably have to kill people that you love because they got bit by a zombie. That is the... Or that's, just, the that's the Simon Pegg one. Um, that's the Simon Pegg yeah, one. Shaun of the Dead. That is Shaun of the Dead issues. His mm-hmm. stepdad... His perfectly mom, that's that's his well he doesn't kill his best friend all right but... we're talking about not shot <laughs> damn Simon <laughs> Pegg. anyway so i mean come on that's the whole basis of not a living dead is like they happen to just be in you know take shelter in a house with a dysfunctional family and racist who's also experimenting on his on is, dead daughter. It, isn't that kind of what we've done over the last couple of years totally what have we done over the last couple of years? Been quarantining with people yeah. that we may not Stuck have wanted to. Like or not, not. <laughs> well, I no, mean, we we have different political ideologies. <laughs> let's let's sit down and have dinner, and then you mention someone being racist to you, and now I've suddenly lost my appetite. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sorry. No, it's like I, I mean, I'm just saying, like. I would not want to live in these kind of worlds. Like zombie land seems fun because it seems like at, at the very beginning, you do have that kind of like, Oh, um, you know, they, they, they build these wacky contraptions and it's, but it, it also appears fun, but with uh, Romero's films, they seem very serious. And to be fair, I've only really seen night of the living dead. So I'm not going to be very, very much hope in this podcast. Here, I'm sorry. It just, it, it seems like just going over the list, none of the films seem to be very uh, comedic. They all seem like nope. dredged in horror. They seem very serious. Although and, Dawn like, and Day the... got their moments. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I saw uh, the the Dawn of the Dead uh, remake with Zack Snyder, but I know that, that that doesn't count. It counts? Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> So like fifty percent. You got of the it. essence of it. Don't I've get me wrong. Seen, I've seen I one love, and a half. Uh, people want to complain about the remake of the original uh, Night, but you'll get most people to generally agree that both versions of Dawn of the Dead have their merits. But you know, there's always going to be someone who agrees or disagrees because they want to fuck with fandom. So fuck you guys for fucking with fandom. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's again. So they all have a loose world. That's what's cool about them. And then deciphering them, they're all perfect party movies. And you never know what you're in for. And then when you see it, you're like, damn, that's an atypical movie. You know, Night of the Living Dead, again, you got all these various strangers, you know, in a Pennsylvania farmhouse. Dawn of the Dead, again, you got basically uh, various just out of control governments, basically fascist policemen, and just all these other imperfect people just trapped in a mall and then biker gangs getting involved and being almost as terrifying as the zombies. So <laughs> this is, and then day of the dead, you got basically a, a Caribbean kind of area. And it's even go, goes into the Everglades, just a bunch of. Uh, did just, you, hey, hey, did you ever watch I Eat Your Flesh? I have heard of it. I have not seen it Okay, yet. so here's the trap that some of us fall in. I love zombie films. I was like, well, what's the OG zombie film, right? And so I uh, bought, I guess. I don't know. This is like pre-your-whole-existence, maybe. But in like the early 2000s, I bought. I eat your flesh, which was renamed something, 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 I don't know, racist, but cannibal holocaust. Was that what it was renamed oh, as? Oh God. I can't 
No, Never, because one. if it was similar, okay, similar video nasty, but mm-hmm. similar. So anyway. there was very, it was very much like two white people halt on a balcony. Why they got to be tiki white torches? <laughs> yeah, no, they're halted on a balcony, tiki, tiki torches blaring, and they're like, mm, "The villagers are restless." And if that doesn't strike you as racist bullshit that makes you want to rip your hair out, you're wrong. But then also it was like, and forgive me, but it was like hoodoo voodoo zombie zombies. And it was just like, oh, I'm going to scare away people. And I thought that I needed to watch it because I love zombie films. And this is like, oh, gee, and let, like, let, let, let's get in there. And then I watched it. That's super, what she said. Let's get in I, there. Yeah, right? <laughs> I got in there super fucking stoned. That's what she said. And I was like, oh no, this is terrible. And I never want to watch it again. And then I focused on Cool Ranch Doritos until it was done. Oh, you know what I'm so. saying? Yeah, no, I had to. Sometimes you find yourself in a movie that you thought you wanted to watch and then you don't want to watch it anymore. And you have to Cool Ranch Doritos your way out. <laughs> Uh, so basically you were like me when my sister was watching, forcing me to watch one of those awful superhero shows. And I was just like, Ooh, or like, <sighs> let me like, just stare my, to my phone a little more and I can pretend it's just not there in the background. And then we can watch a good show. after this. Yeah, it's true. Like anything Cameron, uh, wait, hold on a second. Anything Gwyneth Paltrow after 2007. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, fuck you too, Tom Cruise. Anyway, so. <laughs> not here to talk about those zombies in human form in overrated Hollywood. We're here to talk about, again, this is the rest of the Romero stuff. So he then goes back to Pennsylvania with Land of the Dead and then did his take on found footage with Diary of the Dead, where a bunch of film students are trying to make their own horror movie and, you know, get ambushed in a hospital and other places. And then Survival of the Dead, which follows some of the same characters from Land and Diary. (laughs) Basically set on an island with a bunch of these other former military guys who have lost their fucking mind. So, again, it all involves the same fucking thing where it's just always, which leads again into the Return of the Living Dead, which is a loose sequel. Basically, it's following co-creator John R. Russo's, John A. Russo's uh, material and Dan O'Bannon from Alien and Life Force fame decided to just craft it and they made five of those movies i must confess i have not seen the terrible unwatchable supposedly worst of the worst sci-fi channel movies so i've only seen the first three and part three is amazing did you ever watch dance of the dead oh wish i didn't wish you hadn't did you and now we're talking like yoda watch it should you no you should not (laughs) no you really shouldn't but have you unfortunately i like zombie movies you watch dance of the dead because i've never met anyone else (laughs) Uh, this is why i love hanging out with podcasters i I get you guys i get where everyone's coming from and the weirdness of having to explain a stupid movie and then everyone looking at you like you're an alien is just possessed and then you're like uh forget it what's for dinner i watched i watched night of the lupus and it was about killer rabbits and you just okay okay okay, okay. definitely a movie i cannot show my mother because right got a rabbit and she's gonna be upset if she sees bone from star trek shotgun and some rabbits So (laughs) the only shit that matters that I remember from Dance of the Dead is when the girl who's been bit goes into a bathroom stall with a guy who has not been bit and he's like, and it's super gross. And she's like, yeah, it's just like that. They slide slide down the bathroom wall together and they come back up and she's eating his flesh. Ah, yeah. It's so stupid. Oh my god. I wish I could unsee it, but it lives inside of me now. And that's how zombies Yeah, There were a lot of people listing that as their favorite zombie movie, and every time I wanted to say, and turn in your badge. You're done here as a blogger. And it's like... No, ma'am. No thanks. No, thank you. Do not include this as... Now, counter question. Have any of you ever 
wanted or possibly seen hard rock zombies. No. It is fucking amazing. One of those movies where everyone was basically high and just, it's like they watched Return of the Living Dead and then said, I could do that. And then I I seriously, but watching it, I'm like, I don't think Adult Swim would exist without this. This is better than Inglorious Bastards because various characters just show up randomly and they got a cool-ass soundtrack on popular opinion. I love the soundtrack. I have played it many times when I'm just in a bad mood. And they they kill Hitler. It it's makes no bastards for zombies. It's I think it's better than glorious bastards. Hot take, but it's just out fucking rageous. It's just so plotless, and it's got just bizarre comedic segments, and it doesn't take itself seriously at all. And before you know it, you're like, I don't know what I saw. I should totally get hammered or stoned one day and just watch this and invite people over to a party and have them say what are you watching (laughs) okay Okay. hard rock zombies if we have to what is the most obscure zombie film you've ever seen state of emergency weekend at bernie's that's not a zombie movie that's a comedy it's just a yeah anyway they, they invoke voodoo to make him move which technically makes him a voodoo zombie which just like makes dead it eyes a are zombie. some kind of demon slash zombie spot <laughs> he's not a deadite he is a voodoo zombie that is a religious zombie that uh, i talked about in some obscure youtube video i made a million years ago which we don't have to talk about <laughs> anyway so okay okay that's love zombies everyone loves zombies you can't not love zombies. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, Jen, what's your most obscure? Zombie strippers. <gasps> oh, you poor soul. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, I watched it with her. Hey, girl, what's up? That shit is weird. I'm sorry you had to encounter it. Were you entertained by it in the best or worst possible way? I did have a reference to we don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> was, just... it, was it badges? It, I, uh, it might have been. Might as well have been. I hate that. I hate that so much. Freaking Jenna Jameson does that sometimes. Overpromised and underdelivered, for sure. Yeah, we watched that on a projector back in the early late two thousands. That was uh, oh, two thousand wow. Yeah. Okay, riddle me this: Have you ever seen? And I double fucking dog dare you. Cam Sully <laughs> to watch Zombievers. I have seen the trailer and I need to still oh, see this. I, went, I still need to see it I and went Killer to Raccoons. The movie in Seattle and I talked to the director and the actors. Were they nice or were they just they were out there? Super, they were super fucking nice. They were hilarious because they didn't what take it happened serious. was. No, they knew what the fuck they were doing, right? You never know sometimes. (laughs) But they were self-aware. And there were times when, like, okay, so here's the funniest shit that I asked. Uh, I don't know the question I asked, but what What was the question you asked? I'm just kidding. No, I don't remember. Uh, But I stood (laughs) up and I asked a question. I was like, where the fuck did you shoot this? Right? And and the answer was, um, we were on a Disney lot where you weren't allowed to have nudity. That's so, amazing. So, uh, and they were naked like 85% of the time. And like, zombie it did not, or zombie strippers? Zombievers. Zombie and so, All right. wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got pictures to prove that I was there. So, like. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but like, they would be like. What's sorry about? You got to meet someone who told everyone fuck off and made what he wanted to make no, without giving a shit that's no, amazing no, no that's not true because they were on a, a disney lot what would happen is like a tour or some shits would come through and they'd be like doing a, a tits out scene <laughs> and oh, that's they would even more they awesome. would have to they would have to like cover up really quick and be like oh yes this we're just filming a a movie we're just like doing a movie that doesn't matter and then someone gets eaten crotch out by a zombie (laughs) (laughs) consumes like crotch to face how did they create the effects was it all cgi'd (laughs) in afterwards or oh it was all puppets it was all puppets that's amazing (laughs) 
Yeah, just sorry, puppeteers hammered. Uh, nothing to see here. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. You can debate until the end of time the merits of the origins of zombie films from I Eat Your Flesh to Not a Living Dead to any Romero, whatever. Jen and I's reenact uh, our reattachment through 28 Days Later. Like, all of that is very beautiful in a way. In a way. But, in a world where something is beautiful and undead. One man. But if someone delivers you a beautiful golden piece of garbage it's kind of perfect if you need to consume it in a group if you need to consume it alone someone has delivered you like this jewel you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and you can't say no you just have to take it. <laughs> that sounds rapey you can't say no <laughs> I mean, but I'm not a man, so it doesn't I count. Have to make. Oh, wow! <laughs> you have no rights. Oh, slam. Anyway, so <laughs> the, the basically, again, why do you think everyone just wants to refuse it, just reject it? Because I, I get this all the time, where I see people they don't understand. I had a terrible. I'm not gonna lie. This gal was a total C-word. I was on her damn podcast with her husband, who was nice, and a bunch of other snobby commentators. And they had no sense of sarcasm or humor. And they kept going, I don't like sci-fi. I'm like, well... Sci-fi is my favorite. What the hell? Well, that and you like Star Wars. You like all these other fantasy movies and everything. You clearly don't know what it means. And she just kept saying, I don't like action. I'm like, well, Romero zombie films and Indiana Jones are definitely action. And I know you like Tarantino. So again, fuck off. You don't know what you're talking about here. And so it's just, again and again, people will just, and and I get it too. I see my sister saying, I don't really like horror, but I saw a quiet place. I'm like, well, what do you think that is? And the same thing, my mother would be like, I'm not really into horror or sci-fi or action. I'm like, you watch Sky Nanny Lazy and X-Files. So get out of here. I hear what you're saying. I, I do. They don't do. know what the genres are. They okay. don't know what it means. No, no, no. But here's the thing. I'm going to help you. <laughs> I'm going to help. Uh, just let me talk. No, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I'm not trying to cut you off super dad. I'm just super. kidding. Go ahead. I'm not trying to Romero you. I didn't you. say you were. I'm just joking around. I'm making fun of the Kanye thing since everyone likes to make fun of award shows. Okay. <laughs> Like let you finish three, three years ago <laughs> but like okay look look honey <laughs> honey child baby 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 child um baby child <laughs> I, I don't how old are you i'm fucking telling you <laughs> I okay hate i'm so right. close no look you don't have to tell me i'm so close to 40 that i am like breathing down its neck hole okay so anyway let, let me tell you that People are insecure, like, all the time. And one of the things about horror films is it highlights what makes you insecure. Mm -hmm. If something makes you insecure, that's a thing you need to address. Yes. So if you've introduced a film to someone and they're like, oh, no, I do not like that right you the appropriate response is to be like that's cool that's cool that's cool i've got like eight other different films that you can watch (laughs) right because that's the nature of horror fans is we have like so much to the left that you could just watch you know if you don't like night of living dead that's super cool do you want to watch what do you want to watch poltergeist okay right aliens it, even outbreak or world war z we're watching what, some oh, kind of movie watched, that's freaky you know yeah 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 but knowing what terrifies a person informs those of us who are on the outer altar edges i'm only outside sorry no yeah, that's uh, fine stone temple pilots I'm, reference anyway 
That's actually, no, that's Allison Chains. My bad. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm terrible with names. Lydia can vouch. Vouch? Yes. Vouch. I'm terrible. Okay, but. You're not terrible. You're awesome. Anyway, go ahead. Knowing what scares someone informs you on who they are as a person. Mm. I, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, what? Hey. Cam Sully. <laughs> what scares you super fucking bad I'm trying to think no, i guess you, i mean it's gonna be it literally be. would have to be just on the deathbed just knowing you have to accept death like okay, literally wait, just like, okay, okay so so the internet tells me that upon your death your brain is alive long enough to recognize that you are dead before you fully die. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> Isn't that fucking existential? So basically, you have to be asleep or something. Like, you have to die in your sleep. Mm. And I keep saying this. That is the I mean, only mercy killing. My hope is to die heavily medicated in my sleep. But Right. I've here's died what, from a here's... fucking overdose, having a good time, you know? Just... Mm -mm, yeah, but like, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully op opioids while I'm watching Netflix. But right? if that doesn't happen, and you're on the bed, and you're thinking in your brain, excuse me. You're That's the zombie, your... and you're coming out. <laughs> no, that was just a belch. Okay. So you you're sure it's not the Disturbed song from Dawn of the Dead? It, it truly down with the sickness sorry go ahead child look I, <laughs> I just assume you're young okay so yes you, i'm in my but, 30s so go ahead okay so <laughs> when i think about my termination as a human being right i think that i'm either going to be released into the hmm, let's be fair like the mythology and the things that I believe, or I will be released into the darkness. And either way, I will find peace, right? You hope. But, yeah. okay. But also, what if you done fucked up? <laughs> Isn't that the terrible thing? Isn't that the thing you don't want to think about? I, it's either that or knowing there's nothing you can do and that, basically everything i mean this is what all these people in these zombie movies do basically is just realizing everything they've been fighting for for a full hour now has been all for nothing or someone else has come and done and again fucked it up so okay. yes so it's to the, that parallel yes what's the what's the mall scene where the guy's been fighting for his dead pregnant wife donna the dead yes yeah so that that's the remake right with the it's in both versions anyway yes so he works so fucking hard to have this baby from the lady that he loved that he knows is dead mm -hmm. and then the thing that crawls out of her snooch i say that word to make light of a very dark situation because yes. i've already been super dark already oh they're both dark that one's dealing with basically a zombie baby and then basically you're dealing in the original with a potential abortion so then so, yeah. this dead thing that was your ultimate goal which is no longer the th now all the things that you've been living for are dead and you essentially feel dead like here's here's what i think the focal point and god bless it you can raise your hand or not you can snap your fingers if you think I'm super right. The thing. Clap. God bless you. You're so cute. Okay. The thing about <laughs> horror movies is reaching a moment of hopelessness. Name one horror movie that isn't about that. The, right. The, the point where you know you will no longer su succeed. The point where you know that you are super fucking fucked i love how you said it twice it's sexy anyway so yeah <laughs> pretty much there's just no way around it it's like basically it the cake is a lie <laughs> sorry you called me sexy and i died a little and i don't know what to do <laughs> i have a not real hot take but 
kind of a, another additional take on what is controversial my, my dude my dude <laughs> yes uh yes she her pronouns thank you yep. um so uh i think specifically with zombies the the fear is that you'll still be alive but you won't be you so if you're a vampire, you're still pretty much you. And with a werewolf, at least you're you most of the time. But if you're a zombie, you've you've lost everything that is you, but you still roam the earth. Nice. And uh, so the the loss of personal identity, I think, is a very terrifying thing for especially aging people. Yes. Where they where they know that there's a there's a chance that they are going to be so lost in what is left of their memory that they won't be present anymore another interesting uh note is uh frankenstein or frank the movie frankenstein, frankenstein. he is very much like a zombie at least when you look at film history and the first uh movie about frankenstein I'm glad. See, was you uh, could start our internet much. argument just by that everyone's gonna be like is frankenstein a zombie yes or no and some people are gonna be like no he's a monster with the heart and then people are gonna be like right. eh, technically kind of yeah. sort of like 50 percent of the way there he's a bit and of then a I'm zombie gonna because he's all just troll the trolls anyway yeah sorry, go ahead but um, what's interesting about what Jen said is uh, if you do take the stance where Frankenstein is a zombie, that isn't actually the case in the original book uh, because <laughs> he was still he was still technically composed of dead parts, but he had a brain and his brain was very coherent and he had thoughts and feelings and he just didn't know what to really do with it. There's a YouTube channel called Overly Sarcastic Productions, OSP. They and they amazing. go through. Yeah. So they do actually do a video about Frankenstein, the book. And someone had to what, do it. Yeah. Well, they do it, they do things well. So <laughs> I think of Frankenstein sort of as the inverse of zombies. Like zombies oh. uh, zombies are like one monster as a horde. Basically, it's like he's one, been experimented one monster on in so many, many times. <laughs> and Frankenstein is actually many people merged into one. Yeah. Right. Or Frankenstein's monster. The same deal with his bride. You know, it's like it's just the doctor has just been basically meshing whatever. I mean, he, I think he even says it in certain, certain versions that they're from various different bodies he found. So that's why sometimes his limbs aren't exact or don't necessarily mash up with his brain right away. You know, it's again, it's any other HP Lovecraft or reanimator kind of concept. It's like, yeah, <laughs> he exists as whatever we want him to be. And, but right now he is basically mummified, zombified. <laughs> Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> Good call. Young Frank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Overall, what do you feel like pop culture could kind of learn from zombie movies? Um, I have a brief question. Do you feel like Romero added the social subplot before or after he made Night of the Living Dead? Well, no, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up. I had C. Courtney Joyner, who plays the zombie in the original Dawn of the Dead that burst through the window of the mall in one scene and worked for Full Moon Entertainment, directing various movies for him, including Transfers Free. Awesome dude. Um, and very funny guy. Uh, he was like, yeah, everyone was high as a kite. I was there. No one knew what the fuck they were doing. And I half agreed because I'm pretty sure he just figured he had nothing to lose so every bit he was just adding on adding on and brilliance was bred out of it and that's just what you're allowed to do when people leave you the fuck alone just like apocalypse now and everyone was in their own personal hell that they had created by being in this desolate area of the philippines you know filming a vietnam war movie with actors not remembering their lines and almost getting heart attacks so same kind of deal they're just creating their own universe on a closed off private you know <laughs> film mall 
but I do feel like he had that regardless of how John A. Russo interceded and did the whole, hey, I get to share half the profits, you know, living dead is mine and you can do whatever the hell you want with sequels, but I, I retain the rest of the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was kind of all a matter of, hey, we're going to just do whatever we want and just let the dominoes fall where they do, you know, just, and we'll add something here and there. And it helps that they had stage play actors. So I'm sure they added their two cents as well saying, okay, what's my motivation? You know, <laughs> Obviously it was more than just you're trying to not get eaten. You know, someone is feeling this suspicious of this person who's supposed to be their ally. My, someone who I would normally call on for anything if I was a drifter stuck in the middle of nowhere. And the beauty of them is you pretty much can, they have such a loose storyline to, again, that's why they still resonate. You could say they're pretty much in any area and it helps that they're in a lot of these Southern country type towns. So it's like, yeah, I'm sure it, even if it's, if you want, you could probably say that most of the sixties movie is basically set in modern day. You know, you never see any technology there or anything. It, you could just say you're out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and <laughs> you're trying to get to the nearest oil rig or <laughs> gas station that you can get and without getting killed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I kind of went on a tangent there. No, no, we are all about tangents here. I know. I, I'm just sometimes the ones who make tangents aren't ready for a taste of no medicine. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm okay with eating my own medicine for real. I oh my just God. you guys are too awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're wonderful too. But I'm thinking that the thing I mean the things that ring out to me in the whole of Night of the Living Dead, as I think is probably the shining jewel in Romero's crown overall really like I've tasted other ones but like this is my absolute favorite and I think it's because one we have an unapologetic beautiful male lead right who is reasonable authoritative I'm sure he agrees gentle. but he can't really speak right now when he's in his grave anyway go ahead I mean but like he as a character if you've looked at the original <laughs> script is is described as like truck driver and he's given truck this very driver. yeah but he's given this uh, affection maybe you can give me a better word lydia a afflection inflection inflection is better word thank you inflection. his inflection is that of a dumb guy <laughs> but then they but then they give the role to this man who gives him this authority and this ability to control and not manipulate but to be authoritative in the face of insurmountable damage and then at the yeah. end of everything where he survives woman stupid shit child dipshit dipshit's wife dipshit's child like i he love those labels that is amazing that he, is he survives everything and then because he's moving in the house and he's a black man he gets shot yep how, how does that not stand the test of time how does that not speak to oh absolutely generation i like, was disturbing my guests when we, they invited me on on one random podcast to talk down to the dead i'm like they and you know Black Lives Matter was really becoming a big deal that year. And I was like, yeah, see, times have not changed. This is basically yeah. a Serpico fucking movie with 1968 showed 1969. Gory like, Star Wars spectacle to like, cover up the We as Caucasian people had no fucking clue. You're right. And it's right there. You really do read into it. It's just like Romero was very aware. He was he said several times when interviewed he's just very disillusioned and just channeling all his angst and outrage at vietnam and other you know college kids getting shot at by police he and by the national guard he was just like man what the fuck is going on with the world yeah the only way they're going to listen to you is if you do something in the form of something else it's like boom you couldn't not be this is i think even even if it is retroactive the way that he came back and was like oh no 
look at how people are reacting to one another. Like, no, I, get, no, 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 no. I get why he did it. Uh, but I think that if a person is to retrospectively look upon this, what I, what I think as the pinnacle of Romero's work, you have to focus on Ben. Mm-hmm. You have to. Because he is a golden star and my favorite. And he's beautiful. And he only did like one other ever film ever. Yeah. Absolutely. And then he went on to teach theater. And he was probably a golden god and I wish I'd ever met him. <laughs> Lydia, what do you think uh, we can learn about uh, learned from Romero zombies? Panic now. Avoid the rush. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we pretty much we're fucked. And so now it's a matter of what do we gotta do to just keep just our head on our shoulders. <laughs> what about you, Jen? Oh, I, I think especially with uh Dawn of the Dead, the the message of consumerism and what it does to you, to your to your life, the way that you perceive other people. Um and how aggressive you can become because you want things. Nice. <laughs> how about you, Cam Sully? Tell us about your experience. <sighs> basically, choose your battle. You know, if you're basically disputing, you know, we always say don't cry over spilled milk. Basically, you got to just flat out just decide what you want to lose and where you just want to put your foot down and everyone likes to do the whole, I do this, I do that. And then when it comes time, they just check it out and it's like, well, it just figure out what you're going to do. There's so many ways you can own people without fighting a giant battle or drawing a line in the sand. And at the same time, there's just so many other things that anger us, but aren't worth just, you know, uh, listing the riot act in front of everyone. So Pretty much, again, yeah, just pick something that you can make time for and that is eating you up and just let them have it. However you're going to do it. (laughs) Not sure if that Uh, answered your question. I mean, like, okay. Oh, gosh, I hit the mic. Okay, look. (laughs) You're talking about picking your battle, right? Yes, right. That's what all these people do here in this damn zombie movie. Truly, truly, from Walking Dead to Night of the Living Dead, how do you, like in Night of the Living Dead, they only refer to them as ghouls. And that's one of the things that I like about Walking Dead is they're they're like, oh, Oh, God, they don't ever say zombies because zombies don't exist in their universe. Mm -hmm. So the, the real question in nearly every zombie film, because as Jen said, like capitalism and, and uh, my own personal, like, who are you and what are your values? Like, where's what? your daddy and what does he do? Oh, well, Cam Sully, who are you and what do you fight for? <sighs> People get in my way. <laughs> What do you mean? You fight for the people who get in your way? No, I fight anyone who gets in my way. Okay, but what will get in your way? Is it somebody who's after resources? Because you're after resources too. That's reasonable. Oh, just anyone. Like, just uh, if you're making a loud racket, I'm going to let you have it. And words can kill. So, <laughs> mm, You're a sticks and stones guy, but fuck you and your bones guy. <laughs> yeah something like that so (laughs) not mad that's reasonable anyway yeah you just gotta i mean a more personal question how many have you have had a job where you're just like oh sweet jesus just glad to get home this job fucking blows uh yeah i think we all (laughs) okay you'd be surprised how many people got a great gig so uh then comes the time of people want you to fight all these things. Oh, sue them, do this, do that. I'm like, no, I'm not here to be anyone's friend. I want you to just fuck off. 
Yeah. The, the question is the question, are you useful to me? Are you, or are you detrimental to me? Uh, better yet, who's instigating? And I mean, my father played this too. Like, I'll give you an example. My mother used to be a teacher and it was at a shitty junior high where basically the parents were very, you know, ultra religious and the school had such a terrible turnout that basically they said, you can't fail anyone, do the best with what you can. And the kids were not motivated to learn because they knew they wouldn't fail. So total clusterfuck. My, my, I had never seen my mother more agitated in her life. She's like, how do you get anything fucking done when no one wants to fucking learn? And so someone in a yearbook decided, you know, it was a simple question. What do you want to be when you grow up? And someone decided to say, I want to be an adult film star. And that parent was not very happy with what their kid had. And the kid swore. was like, no, 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 I, I did. I did. Someone else did that as a joke, as a prank. And it's like, and my mother was just like, well, I'm going to print it as it is. And my father was like, no, 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 no. You're going to lose this battle. You're going against all the Hitlers and idiotic people of the world who are using religion as a shield to basically get what they want. So just, you're going to look bad either way. So instead of just surrendering or anything, just say, okay, fuck it. You're just not going into your book. <laughs> you get the that final say. Fairly fair solution to like right. no and win she wanted battle. to sleep over it and just ask them to resubmit. Mm. And it's like, no, fuck them. They didn't play the rule the right time. And they're crying the riot acts and something got in there that wasn't supposed to be in there. And no one proofread. So it's like, yeah, just chill. Just chill. <laughs> it's complicated because in the world of zombies, everyone's opinion is valid. Uh, I am a human. I deserve to live. I am a zombie. I deserve to eat. Both are valid. In, in, and I've worked in education, no lie. Oh, right? Yes. I am a student. I deserve to have an environment that enriches me. Well, I am an educator i deserve to have a, an environment that is not i deserve to teach to them me. the whole thing and i'm seeing that now too with teachers who are now gonna be penalized if they teach critical race theory or just yeah about slavery gay. my gay spouse and me are super gay like i'm sorry mm -hmm. you have to have a conversation with your child but like fucking have that conversation right Oh my god. Okay. I would see it all the time. So yeah, sex ed, everything. No one wants to talk about things. They just want to get angry and blame whoever's in charge. How dare you uh invite someone to something I was too lazy to teach them about because I let's not talk about zombies. They are the living impaired. Yeah. Zombies basically again, and all these kinds of movies are basically reflecting, you know, how many of them can you name where someone who was a shithead and then becomes a zombie the next scene. It's like, yeah, it's just it. You evolve into a far worse person as you go along because no one can deal with your bullshit. And then what then if it's... you were a better person as a zombie than you were, right? than you were as a human being? Fuck you, you can't tell me Jeff Bezos couldn't eat people on the daily and tell me he wasn't a better human being than the piece of shit billionaire <laughs> that he is now. <laughs> He's our savior. Oh, <laughs> Come at me, Bezos. Oh, <laughs> you and your penis God. rocket. I don't give a shit. Dickhead. Uh, I felt good. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> so how do you, who do you hate more? Him, Elon Musk, Trump, or I don't know. Think of any other millionaire, billionaire. Okay, so, shit. okay, between you and me, Cam Sully. Yes. There's only one of those people that I've actually thought of assassinating. <laughs> Don't, you can't say it. You can't say it. You can't say it. Or it has I, to get edited I, out. I'm pretty sure it's a federal crime if I tell you. <laughs> I know. Everyone was thinking it. And so that was the weird way where it's just like, again, are all getting these violent thoughts and so it sucks when again you're trying to not be a martyr and yet someone who attracts all these bigots all these dickheads i mean that's what roads in day of the dead signifies is 
he's this guy who just is saying all these racial slurs and ruling by fear and feeding his own men to zombies that he's experimenting on. <laughs> his, uh, his signature line where he's like, stop wasting my time. And it's, it's fucking amazing. He stills the scene. And I mean, in the original Dawn of the Dead, you got all the bikers saying, including the one played by makeup artist Tom Savini, who's also known for his Friday the 13th and Robert Rodriguez work. Yeah. Uh, he makes a slur saying chocolate man come here man come here chocolate man and so when he's ambushing them in the truck and so it's both funny and in on the joke because again you're just seeing an over-the-top version of the worst members of society and then at the same time you buy into it because it is so low budget it does look so real because they're using real places and this is what these movies do is they're able to just it's literally a breakthrough. I can't think of any other movie, even years before we got into movies like, say, Get Out or what have you, that were bringing up other similar conversations. But Romero does this with all of these works. Like his vampire film, Martin, he talks about, you know, are you any less human than the fact that you're now realize that, you know, you're a bloodsucker? Um, he explores it in plenty of his other just uh, earlier movies that he did. And he he basically that's just it he has to decipher everything and show how we all encounter various psychos in disguise various intrusions that set us on the edge and make us question whether we're going crazy or becoming a hypocrite or just prone to violence so yeah he these again these are all However you want to dress them up, these are every fabric of society just summed up in all these kinds of movies. And, I mean, you get to Return of the Living Dead, which, you know, is its own deal, but kind of loosely, loose spinoff sequels. And can't say for whatever copyright reason, but, um, you know, look at all those guys there. They got wacky names. One of them's named Suicide. One of them's basically a neo-Nazi who's trying to redeem himself, you know? I mean, that's that's really what comes down to. I mean, like if you if you distill the essence of every horror creature is a piece of human fracture, right? Yeah. The thing that comes up against it is whatever might be human redemption. Fair enough. Right? I, I mean, hope. like I mean, like I mean, for um, every Jen, be the other half of my brain, the thing that kills Superman. Kryptonite. Okay, kryptonite. so for every piece of kryptonite, there's got to be a Superman. And you got to, you know, absorb the, we'll assume that I know more about Superman, but like the green, whatever the hell. But then like Superman's sunlight absorption, like those things contradict each other because they have to if if there is a good there is a bad and a good horror film truly embraces both of those things and and in the genre of zombie films we initially walk in on alive versus dead right but mm -hmm. a truly great zombie film plays on good human bad human um bad zombie good zombie and then kind of like flips it around like a bop it you know gotcha flip it twist it flip bop it, it. yeah bop it, ah! twist it. <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's amazing i'm just saying twist <laughs> plenty of twisting in those movies <sighs> Normally necks and faces and like hitting them with a crowbar, but you know whatever, get get where get where you need to go. Yeah. So I feel like we've kind of said most of what we want to say. Um, how do you want to close this down? Well, we normally announce who we are, and thank our applauders. Because our 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 normal guest audience are people we feel like know who we're cheering at the end of the day. 
Mm-hmm. Gotcha. We can kind of talk a little bit about uh, where you can find us too. Um, we're at Shocked Applaud on Twitter and Instagram. So Shocked Applaud without the and. Then on Facebook, it's Shocked and Applaud and shockedandapplaud.com. And email is shocked. shocking. Yeah, there's lots of shocks and ands and applause. Uh, shocked and applaud at gmail.com too. So, so then we'd also say something like, I'm Naomi McQuaid. I'm Jen McQuaid. And I'm Lydia Malcolm. And then and you would they, probably say, and I'm Cam Sully. Yes. And yes we, but you're, I'm not as awesome as you guys, so. I disagree. I think I that we you're... came at this from several angles and we needed you to do that. Yeah. True okay. story. <laughs> Thank you. I needed an ego boost. Thank you all for being on here so much. <laughs> really was a delight. How do you normally close? How do you close out your show, Cam? I that, that was it. I, I whoever's on gets to uh, do whatever. And before I jump well, on then, to the okay, next chat, you, you say, <laughs> uh, "I'm Cam Sully. Thank you for listening to." <sighs> I'm sorry. That sounds too much. Mr. Rogers is. This is not a style. <laughs> there ain't, are you saying Can't, there's something wrong with how, Mr. Rogers? How about, no, how about you No, but say it's not it, me. <laughs> how about you say it, but you do it in, as a zombie would? <gasps> yes! <gasps> okay, friends. What have you learned from all the brains here today? That was lovely. Yes. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know where you're I so, went with it, but I went. so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> we usually applaud at the end of our reviews. We, we say yay and then we clap. You want to do that with us, Cam Great. So we say it at the same time and then we start clapping. So three, three two, two, one. one. Yay! yay! All right. <laughs> and nice. recording. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up-